Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 That Ticket. It's Thursday. Yesterday, we had Pro Day. There was a chance for many of our former Huskers to have a chance to make some money. Money, money, yeah. money. Cash money. You guys. Money. I was going to sing the rest of it, but I don't know it. <laughs> nobody, nobody does. <laughs> nobody does. Money, money, money. We just know that part of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, there was Garrett Nelson um, ran, had his pro day yesterday. Um, I like something he said to um, – he says, you train for three months, and then it's only one day you work for two hours. Yes, sir. You train for three months, it's one day, and it looked you work like for he two is, hours. He is for trained, the rest of your life. He's trained pretty hard. Yeah. Pretty hard for three months, too. Oh, Dude, yeah. he looked good. 22 reps on a bench press. 22 on the bench. Um, I don't know where that ranks. I'll have to look up where that ranks with the other linebackers or defensive. What is what is he? He's a tweener, and that's the problem yeah. with Garrett Nelson, which might have been unfortunately one of the reasons he wasn't invited to the the NFL yeah. Combine is they don't they didn't know where to put him. Yeah. Do you put him with the linebackers? Do right. you put him with the with the defensive linemen? Is he going to play with his hand in his dirt? Is he going to be stand up? Right. Can he cover passes? I is think he just well, a pass I, rusher. I think he's going to be used in the way that the Raiders use Max Crosby. It's kind of a hybrid. Kind of an outside blitzer just go. guy because I don't I don't think that his coverage abilities are, would transition well to where he could play to play linebacker and cover backs and stuff. I mean he 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 can do that. It's in his arsenal, but I don't think that's where you want him at. Mm-hmm. But bringing him off the edge like a Max Crosby type player, I could see that. How big is Max Crosby? Max Crosby is what's six his, foot yeah, five. What's his numbers? Six foot five, two fifty five. And Garrett is six four, two forty five. They got they're both high engine players. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could see that. Um, let's see. Out of Eastern Michigan, yep. Fourth round pick. He'd be that'd be my comparable. You, you know the thing that I like about Garrett. He's Twenty five years old. He has thirty seven and a half sacks. Who's that? Max Crosby. Crosby is a freak, man. And, and think about Crosby. He was one of those guys. Ref. I don't think a lot of teams gave him. I mean, it was just kind of just you just didn't know. Like you mentioned, you just didn't know where he was going to yep. be at. You know. And he's, I tell you what, he's hes come in by storm and said, you know what, how you like me now? Yep. How you like me now? And when you have a player like that that plays with a chip on their shoulder, because it said here that uh, the Nelson was failed to, uh, to make the uh, the com- invite to the combine, uh, mentioned that you know it was a tough day for him, and he totally punched a hole in the wall. Nice. And I they, And that. they said he wasn't joking. I mean, he was laughing, but yeah, they said yeah. he, wasn't, he was telling the truth. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Punch a hole. I mean, because I, I, it's like, you know what? I felt I should have been there. I felt I should have been there. Well, I think he would have showed out the combine. I think I mean, he, he would have showed out. Pro day. But you know what, though? It's such a bigger stage. It would have been great for him. But here's Go one ahead. thing that I think it may have helped. Because, Rafa, you mentioned this one, the 93 Huskers we lost. 
and we came back with a chip on our shoulder in 94. Yep, Stokes those fires. You've got help them. Caboodle didn't get – he didn't get uh, invited either. DiCaprio, Caboodle. I said Caboodle. I love when he says Caboodle. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that, that, that art turned into a wolf, wolf, wolf when he went to that pro day. Yeah. I think that uh, Nelson had that same, like, okay, watch. Yep. And for three months – he put in work because he was pissed. He had that hunger. He had that drive. And, um, and think about Coach Bush says something this morning, man. Attendance does not mean accomplishment. There's a lot of guys that got invited and attended the combine didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some of them just expected it because I was All-American or I was yeah. first team that or second team that or I, I did this during the year. And some of them went to the combine and hurt their status. Yeah. Yeah. And don't have a choice but to come back and put in work on pro day. Now it's like, ooh. You know, think of our boy from uh, from Georgia. Uh, uh, Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. You know, obviously he was at the combine. That didn't go so well. well he didn't then get he to, goes to his pro day. Yeah, he didn't get to compete in the combine. Exactly. He, went, he had, and he had then, that whole case go, yeah, that blow the interview, up. And then he had to leave. He had to leave. So and then he goes day. back to his pro day back in Athens. That didn't go so well either. No. He has enough tape, but I guarantee you it's cost him some money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called, I mean, millions. He may have fallen out of the top five. May. It's you know gonna what? Be ris- it's going to be risky if a team takes yeah. a chance on him. Yeah, he he, he definitely fell out. Unless something changes before draft. And play. it's going to have to change dramatically. He's out of the somebody, top five right But now. I can see somebody taking that chance yeah. if he doesn't get taken with the first three. Yeah. If you see a trade up to four or five, it could be for Carter. Yeah. You know, here's why I think, I think yes to no, Rico. I think yes because we know his body of work. Mm-hmm. I think knowing that the judicial system doesn't really move at the speed of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can care less about the combine. They can care less about the draft next month. They're like, was this dude more part of this situation, the tragedy or not? You know, where two lives were lost. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the guy was, you know, when he came back and tested again for his, you know, blue point what? Point one something or something crazy like that? I don't remember. Yeah, so it's, there's some there's some questions to answer still, and like I said, the judicial system is not one. It's like we're just going to rush through this because this guy's this. Uh, maybe I, they, I, that's why I think it's it's risky, but at the same time, look at Deshaun Watson. Yeah, <laughs> they awarded him. To, they, he got two hundred million plus million dollars, if and that you, case is still coming out. If you got the talent, you got the abilities. They'll find a way to get you. And it, it's, yeah, it's the world we live in. It's unfortunate, yep. but it's the world that we live in right now. So we got to say yes to no on that. But the thing I think that helps him in saying yes, his body's work is undeniable. You know, it's not like one you're saying, well, we don't know what he can do. No, we know what he can do. Mm-hmm. And he did it against the best, and he did it for a number of years uh, there at Georgia. So, again, it was good to see uh, Nelson put in work. Also, Caleb Tanner. I, I, I talk, listened to Kenny uh, Wilhite and those guys yesterday on the uh, old school, and they were talking, and uh, K-Dub mentioned that Caleb, they had him in a number of positions. Yeah, he was playing some linebacker, and then he was also playing some edge rusher. What, do you think that we had him out of position? Um. Yes, I don't think we got the full yes. Caleb Tanner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where I would have put him because the dude came to campus as a freshman, looking like he was ready to play oh, he immediately. Was, mm-hmm. He was. He was. He was build building the line of the Micah Parsonses of the world, and he just yeah, he was. That's a good analogy. Never, never, and it just didn't. Nothing. Nothing clicked for whatever reason. Um, he showed flashes. There were multiple flashes, a couple games in a row, you know, one game here, one game there, where Caleb Tanner would show up, and you'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is the guy we've been waiting for. 
but then it would regress back to whatever or, or he wouldn't be on the field for whatever reason. Yeah. So um, I don't know what position they'll have him at, but I feel like there's so much untapped potential with Keaton Oh, yeah, Tanner. he is. You know what, Blanket? You got a good point there, though. I mean, I I think he has the motor. He goes. Nelson's problem is not and has never been uh, effort or commitment. He's a tweener without NFL measurables, and unfortunately, he can't fix that. You know, the the measurables part he can't fix, but yeah. again, that commitment, that heart part, he can't. Yeah, I you know, I, I think that there's a place in the NFL. Crosby's another good is another good example. There's a place that. in the NFL for for Garrett Nelson. It, I mean, he's it, a, it might, and free agency might be the best thing yeah, for him to do. Yeah, and I mean, I, he's an inch shorter than Crosby, and yeah. what was it, 15, 13 10 pounds, pounds, ten, 10 pounds. pounds lighter. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he, there'll be a place in the NFL. It might not be you know like coming in and being the starting defensive end for a team, but. Coming in, playing special teams. Dude, I would take him reps. on special yeah. teams all day long. Yeah. Because you know he's going to go down there and try to decapitate somebody. Didn't he recover the fumble on one of the punts? Or did he hit somebody and they fumbled it? I know it was yeah. one of those. Oh, he either he hit that. somebody and fumbled it or he recovered the fumble. Yeah, it, was it was him. I can't remember that. It one. will not surprise me one bit to see him in the NFL for six to ten years. No, nah, it wouldn't. You look at, perfect example, man. You look at <laughs> busting with the boys. Yep. Mr. Compton. Will Compton. Mm-hmm. Played how many years in the league, man? Almost 10. Almost 10. Almost 10. Still looking for <laughs> one of those guys yeah, that's just a utility knife player. Yeah. And I, and I really think, and I don't, I mean, I can't say I know because it's not happened yet. So I can't make an assessment like that. But um, he's just one of those guys who has a motor that won't ever shut off. You never have to worry about his commitment level. You know he's going to be a sponge uh, in a playbook and he's going to be a good locker room guy. Yep. You know, it's like that old saying, a rising tide lifts all boats. You get a guy that's hungry like that, and not only that, he's going to push a lot of your starters because, like, look, this dude is coming for blood. Yep. He's coming for blood. We go back to – you know, you, you go back to uh, – you know, you know who he, he sort of reminds me of a little that? bit? Not the same position, but just the type of player. Danny Woodhead. Mm. Mm. They kind of have that – Underappreciated. You're like, well, Overlooked. He's, he's a tweener. He might not be able to do this. And then next thing you know, he's played, you know, 12 years in the NFL. So, I see that – for, for Garrett Nelson. Well, Oliver Martin, they said, tested out the wazoo yesterday. 41-inch oh vertical jump. 40, I think the last part, was Curtis Cotton have our all-time high slot, 42? You know, it's weird. <laughs> Back in the day, remember you used to walk in, you'd walk into West Stadium and they'd have all the pictures on the wall and you could yeah. see exactly what the records were. Yeah. They need to bring that back so then I would know where the records stood. So yeah. I, I'm not sure who holds the records now. I would, I would, I would guess... Curtis Cotton would still hold the record. Kenny Woolhite, big bro, if you're listening, man, let we me know. We need records, Kenny, let me now. Know, let me know if that's uh, if that's Curtis Cotton still that has the vertical jump record. Because I know Mike Minner was up there pretty high, too. I'm trying to figure out who that was. It was either Curtis. I know Mike Min was up there pretty high. Aaron Davis. Um, no, Aaron Davis was not up there pretty high. <laughs> um, trying to think of who else would have, would have been also – my back, uh, college <laughs> basketball. Who else would have been up there? But nevertheless, Omar Manning – I mean, uh, Omar Manning – uh, we don't know the numbers, and one of our texters, I apologize, since they, that was asking, do we know the numbers? Yeah, there were a couple of numbers they released, like Oliver Miller's, they his broad jump and his vertical 11, jump. 11.2. Two, something like which that. Which would have been fourth they said, out of all the wide receivers at the combine. They said that Omar Manning kind of injured himself towards the end when he was running routes or whatever, so he sat out, he sat out some reps. Uh, Chase B, I think you're right. He says, Rico, I think he recovered the fumble against Iowa. I think that was against them yeah. that recovered that. Okay. Uh, Nelson did. Um, uh, wet Blanket says, Nelson is lighter, slower, and has much shorter arms than Crosby. The only comparison between those two is they both have elite motors. Absolutely. And it's special teams. That's about all you, you yep. might need to do, you know, as far as that goes. So appreciate that. 
Uh, unknown texture says Nelson reminds me of a Chad Kelsey. You know, definitely has. Yeah, you know, I forgot about Kelsey. Kelsey brothers, man. Uh, definitely had that same motor as well. Trey Palmer did not run the 40. And if I was Trey Palmer, I'd never run it again. <laughs> and I'm done. And, and Trey was pissed at his time because he wanted a 4 2. He thought he yeah. could run faster. He thought he could run faster, which, uh, again, he doesn't. He never has to run that again. Uh, I no. would not run it again if I was him. One of the things that kind of, kind of stuck out to me, too, was um, they had Matt Massacre throwing. Whoa. Wait kids, a kids accurate. And it was like one of those situations, you know, I'm sure, I wonder if Trey would have preferred if Casey Thompson, if he would have been healthy to to come throw for him or, but they had massacres. So. Raph, how many reps did you say that they said uh, that Garrett Nelson had yesterday? Uh, 25, I think. They 26. said a source said a name, I, we don't know this for sure, so we're just putting this out there. We don't know, we're not confirming this, but a source said Nelson did 35 reps of 225 on the bench press. Uh-oh. I they have a video of him at 22. I better check in. Does it keep going at 22? No, he stops. It stops? It happened yeah. when, he, when he starts? Yeah. So it must be 22 then. Someone yeah, said has, a source. I'm thinking uh, 35 seems like an yeah, awful lot. It might have been somewhere else, but at the pro day, he did 22. He, okay. looked, he, looked, he looked strong. And the first, I know that. The he first, was going fast. The first 15 went up in a hurry. I was yeah. like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else that did some running? Well, there were other people there. And Coach Butch talked about a long snapper. That was there doing it as well. And I forget what his name was that Coach mentioned. Um, and I thought it was cool that Coach was there yesterday, too. Offered that support to those guys. And I just being there. I'm trying to think what that guy's name is. It'll hit us. If I find it over break, I will let you know. But he was uh, auditioning for a long snapper. Think about long snappers. Oh, wasn't it uh, uh, former linebacker Navy SEAL? Well, Damien Jackson, but I thought it was just Buffalo. He just. He's trying to do it at Buffalo. Was he? Yeah, he's trying to become a long snapper in the NFL. There was one that Coach Bush mentioned. Yeah, here there, was, okay. there was another guy, too. I can't think of that. Now the text coach in a sec. What his name is. It's driving me crazy. But speaking of long snappers, they can play a long time. Adam True. Adam True from Lincoln Pisex played a lot of years for the Oakland Raiders, man. Yep. Uh, being a long snapper. Joel Wilkes uh, was another one of those guys that had that opportunity. But Adam True played for a very long time as a long snapper. I think he played like 16 years. True. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he played for a while, man. Mm. He, Damian Daniels, I think that is. I was that Damian they were tra- they were talking about. I, I'm almost no Brady Weiss. That's who Weiss. it is, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. I would say Damian it's Daniels Brady. is in the XFL. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Brady. There Thanks, Aaron and Sean P. That's who it was Brady Weiss. And, uh, and those long snappers are starting to get paid a little bit too. So yes, they are. Not yes, a bad career. A yes, they are. They start to get pizzed because they realize it's such a uh, unique position, it, and it's either. one that a lot of people don't do it well. No. You know, a lot of people don't do it well. So. A big shout-out to all the Huskers and former players yesterday. Uh, former, We always be Huskers that uh, participated in Pro Day. I hope to go well for everybody uh, that was there. Uh, hopefully they earned some money, earned some – if nothing else, guys, they got on some radars. Yeah, all 32 teams had scouts there. Yep. Yes, all 32 teams. So basically it was your combine. And think about this. Yes, you would have liked to invite it to the main show in Indianapolis. You would have loved yeah. that. But here's the advantage, in my opinion, from, their, from a player perspective – you're in familiar territory. You're on the place that you tra- you, you work out in all the time. Mm-hmm. You're at home. You slept in your own bed. Yep. There was no time zone. All those factors, little things become big things. So they had all uh, uh, the, uh, the the beauty of home. Yep. And if they took care of their business, like a lot of them look like they did, yep. man, who knows what happens? And then you, you and you hear it all the time now too, with the way you know technology is now and everything. If you have talent. They're going to they're going to, they're going to find bingo. you. So even if you didn't go to the NFL Combine, it's not the end all be all. They will find you. So well, shout out to some of the smaller colleges in the in exactly. Nebraska oh, yeah. over there. You oh, who was, was there? Guy? Concordia, was Peru State. 
There was a was he from Carney, I believe. He they, Carney had some they guys had video him running the forty, and I I'd be surprised. I bet it was probably four threes. He was he, he was blazing. He, he was trucking. He was blazing. I like how that. Um, I was talking about the hospitality of Coach Rule and his entire staff. Shout out to them. And I, I'm a little, I was watching the news last night, and that was one thing that um, the players were mentioning, that, you know, Coach Rule doesn't know me from Adam, um, doesn't know who I am, and just welcomed us with, with open arms and, you know, wished us luck, provided us everything that we needed. So a uh, shout out to them because, you know, what you're coming in. I mean, you really have, you know, it's like I don't know this kid, you know. But wanting these kids, him being a former NFL coach and knowing how arduous this process is, I was glad to see that he welcomed those guys with open arms. And I was watching the news last night, uh, and Nelson was talking about that last night. He goes, man, he goes, and you see him kind of messing around. They have video of those two just kind of messing around on the field, Coach Rule and, um, and Nelson. And he was like, dude, he goes, that meant more to me than anything, that he opened, opened, you know, just welcomed us with open arms, provided us with everything we needed, really supported us. Um, so – I like that feeling because you want to keep that that you want to keep that atmosphere and that continuity there at Nebraska, not just this year, but for years uh, uh, to begin uh, mm-hmm. long forward, going forward as yep. well. So it was good to see that. Well, folks, we're going to come back, and you know what? Tonight is the night. It starts again, baby. It starts again. March Madness. The Sweet Sixteen. Well, the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> Down goes Creighton tomorrow night. <laughs> Tired Creighton. Let's go, Princeton. <laughs> All right, we're going to throw it to break. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket.